What's going on, everyone? This is Francis from the Buds and Sports Podcast, and this is a late addition to the weekly waiver wire report. Usually, these episodes are recorded Tuesday, and they're and they're released on Tuesday. But hey, today's Friday, and we're still gonna do it though. But the only difference is is we're we're probably gonna focus on players that might still be on the waiver wire and might have been you know passed uh passed up since uh most leagues you know Wednesday is the day where uh the 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 pickups go through so we'll talk about players that are probably still out there uh today and that you could last minute pick up before Sunday and and start them. Um, so yeah, diving right into it. Let's start with, uh, quarterbacks. Um, the two quarterbacks that kind of stand out to me would probably be, be, uh, Jameis Winston, who's only about 25% rostered across all leagues right now. Um, you know, just because his ceiling does break through the twenties. And, um, so there's potential that he can throw those four or five touchdown games you know even though he's not getting the yardage um those touchdowns become valuable and who knows maybe they start using Kamara the right way and he doesn't have to really push it downfield he could just dump it out to Kamara and Kamara does the work so Jameis is a possible start at Seahawks it is a Monday night game um usually all these uh all these Monday night games um have been pretty entertaining so far. They've been really good games. So uh, Jameis Winston might be in for for at least a 20-point game. Um, The other one is going to be Carson Wentz at San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco's defense is good, but, you know, for me, being a fan of the Niners, for for me to say that they show up every single game or they play perfect, um, that's not really the case, you know. So, um, this 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 is going to be a hard-fought game. Uh, Carson Wentz might not, you know, win you your matchup. But if you do need a quarterback this week, um, and, you know, because your starter's on bye, um, Carson is somebody that possibly gets you 15 to 20. 15 to 20 points this week. Um, that's it for quarterbacks. We're going to move pretty quickly here. Uh, moving on to running backs, <clears throat> it is getting pretty thin out there at this position just due to so many injuries. Um, you know, guys, are, guys are pretty banged up. Um, second stringers have already been picked up. So I think one guy, um, at this point <clears throat> in the week, it would be Jamal Williams, Jamal, uh, Jamal Williams from the Lions. Um, I think he's a he's a good complimentary running back to DeAndre Swift. And, um, you know, if if Swift were to go down or, or whatever the case with an injury, um, Jamal Williams is very clearly the the next one up, you know, and uh, he, he's a very good back, in my opinion. You know, he 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 shows up when when you need him, uh, when you need him to to take over a game or be the starter for a game i should say um he he can very much fill in that role um let me see here sorry phone locked up on me um but yeah you know the the running back 
position it's it's very thin very very thin so um you know somebody else on here that i see is mark ingram who's sitting at 24 percent and it is it is a little tough to start a houston texan running back just because most of the game script this season is going to be them playing from behind um but the last two weeks we did see an uptick in, in ingram's usage week five he got 16 uh rush attempts Week six, last week, he got 18. And sometimes they target him in the passing game. It's not like he's completely non-existent in the passing game. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying he's the best choice, but at this point in the week and at this point in the season, if there's somebody you absolutely need at that position, Jamal Williams and Mark Ingram are two to consider. Uh, moving on to wide receivers, um, I like St. Brown. Uh, from the Lions, uh, ever since the Quintus Cephas um, injury, that kind of opens up uh, the volume for Khalif Raymond and St. Brown. And between the two, I think St. Brown is a better receiver. So I think moving forward, he might see more of the targets. Um, he has averaged about seven targets. Yeah, last three weeks, it's been eight targets, eight targets, and then seven targets. So they, they are looking his way, and they do play the Rams. So you can expect them to be playing from behind, maybe some garbage time. Um, so that's going to be it for for St. Brown. And then uh, probably, you know, Brian Edwards from, from the Raiders. Um, they, are, they are going through some things right now, the Raiders. But the good thing is, is they were able to bounce back last week. So... Brian Edwards, he has been kind of getting a little hype, um, you know, as far as his potential. But I just feel like they haven't really got there yet, got to his ceiling. Um, and he's he gets consistent targets, you know, anywhere from four to six a game. Um, he just he, he's, he doesn't score, though. You know, he has yet to score a single touchdown. Uh, this whole season but if the touchdowns do start coming in um he becomes a, a player that you know can get a floor about 15 points so brian brian edwards probably somebody you want to look at um let me see is there anybody else um Not that I can, not that I can see. I think I think that is honestly it for wide receivers, honestly. <laughs> so moving on, we'll go to tight ends. Um, Moali Cox, big target for the Colts, um, has scored three touchdowns so far. Last three games, it's been 19 fantasy points and then eight and then nine. So... Hey, tight end is another position that can run pretty thin. Um, if you're if you're in need, if you have bye weeks, if you have injuries, Molly Cox from the Colts is somebody to look at. Um, I think Gerald Everett can also be somebody that you can put in play. Um, you know, week one, 10 points. Week three, 10 points. Last week, six points. He, I think he was injured for week four and five. So, 
Um, they they do use Everett. They do use Everett. Um, I think those are the only two tight ends. Uh, you know, pointing out this week to worth worth pointing out this week. And let's just pick a couple of defenses real quick. So for this week, I really like the Packers defense against Washington. Packers have a pretty good pass rush. Um, Washington's O line has been trash. So I think I think the Packers have a pretty easy game coming up. Um, the spread is eight and a half points for this game. So Packers should handle business, especially since they're at home. Um, I don't I don't I don't really see it being much of a close game, honestly. And then the Jets defense, uh, as odd as that sounds, um, they honestly might give the Patriots their first win at home, but um, the Jets have a decent defense and the Patriots don't really have a good offense. So it's a division game. Um, the first game was pretty low scoring. I expect the same. Um, so Jets, Jets defense is a pretty decent start this week. So yeah, those are my two two defensive picks, Jets and the Packers. Um, kickers, I never talk about them. You guys know why. I'm over them. And there's really no analysis you can do other than the league is struggling with kickers. So good luck with your kicker slot. And yeah, this has been a late addition to the weekly waiver wire report for week seven. Um Hopefully for week eight, you know, we stay a little more on schedule. Um, so, yeah, tune, tune in for that. And um, y'all know the deal. Subscribe, follow our pages. Uh, we drop stuff every week. This has been Francis from the Budden Sports Podcast, and I'm out.